Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Another week down. We're almost at the halfway point of June now, which is pretty crazy. The days just seem to be flying by. Maybe that's just me and my long work hours, but the days are just flying by. But welcome back to another episode. Hope you guys are ready to talk some Disney today. You guys know I am always ready. Hashtag always ready. That's a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good saying. Um, got my coffee, iced coffee, ready to go. Went with the McDonald's iced coffee today. You guys know I love my coffee. <laughs> I end up talking about it all the time, but I went with the McDonald's iced coffee today. So I'm ready. I'm hyped. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Hopefully you're you stuck around. Hopefully the first. You know, 50 seconds of this podcast didn't make you go, oh my god, this guy's crazy. I am a little crazy, yeah. Um, but I do love talking about Disney, and I hope you guys like what you're about to hear. Uh, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today on there. Um, and if you can, everyone, new listeners, old listeners, uh, if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to this, if you can just hit that subscribe button, that'd be great. You know, even if you don't plan on listening every week, you know, it, it just kind of helps the algorithm helps my confidence and uh speaking of confidence if you can as well if it allows you to uh leave a rating and a review i know spotify now um along with subscribing you can leave a rating now uh they don't have a spot for reviews yet but on uh, apple if you can uh if you're listening to this on your iphone head to my page uh leave me a, a five star rating and if you write me a review uh you guys know i love those i'll give you a shout out on the very next episode no new reviews this week if you guys can it doesn't matter if it's five words uh you know head over there and leave me a review i love reading those you know it kind of helps me with my confidence and um you know kind of reinsures me that uh you know you guys like the show you like what you're hearing and uh, to kind of continue to keep uh keep plugging along here before we get into this week's topic let's recap a little bit here last week our episode was all about Rock and Roller Coaster, one of my favorite rides. I'm sure it's one of your favorite rides, too, at Disney. We talked about the inevitable. If you had to retheme Rock and Roller Coaster, what would you do? You know, what would you retheme it to if you had to? Um, you know, we kind of talked about how it's Disney nowadays. It's just a matter of time, guys. It, it really is. I think we, I think we all know that, especially with the news coming out that they've confirmed that the uh, the retheming of Splash Mountain will take place. It'll be done by like 23 or 2024. You know, we're starting to see it, you know, kind of all over the parks where they're kind of putting, you know, they're putting their movies and characters into the attractions. They want more of that. So it seems like, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time for when, you know, they get rid of Aerosmith and, and Rock and Roller Coaster and retheme it to something they can maybe promote more. We talk about, you know, what would we retheme it to? Whether it's like Cars or Pixar themed, uh, Marvel themed. Um, if you haven't already, check it out. It's available everywhere. 
pretty solid listen. Uh, there was an audio issue. If you listened earlier in the week, uh, there was an issue with the background music was kind of blaring. That's my fault. Uh, thank you. Uh, you guys let me know. Uh, I believe it was uh, Miss Stacy Fornace on Instagram sent me a message and let me know the volume was a little messed up. So I, I do appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it's a good listen regardless. I, I fixed it. So if you want to go back, uh, I did a top five, got some input from you guys. So pretty solid. And it's just a matter of time before that that coaster's gone. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun to talk about what we you know would retheme it to. Uh, you kind of get to be an Imagineer for the day. Now on to this week's episode. The topic for this week, as you can tell by the title, Disney World Vacation Traditions. This one was a lot of fun. I got to admit, this was kind of a last-minute um, change. I was planning on recording a, uh, uh, a different topic. Uh, I've been trying to you know, schedule a, uh, an interview with one of my buddies. Uh, so we decided to go with this one, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So I think that's all I got for this intro. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Disney World Vacation Traditions. What does that exactly mean? Now, I got to admit, I was going through my list. I, I have on my on my phone, my notes app, I just kind of write down ideas um, for podcast episodes so that when it comes time to record, you know, you guys know I, I've talked about it before, how I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty busy. I work a, a normal job. I work long hours. Uh, so I need to kind of have this stuff kind of ready to go so that when I have time to record, you know, I don't have to waste time trying to think of something. So I'm at work and I'm going through my uh, my notes app, trying to see what the uh, the topic for this week's episode was going to be. Uh, I originally was going to do uh, an interview with a casual Disney fan, one of my buddies. Uh, that kind of fell through; it's just hard to record. I was going to do you know, another topic, and as I'm sitting there, I didn't have this on my list, but just randomly it popped in my head: Disney World traditions. And I, I had to kind of, I wrote it down, and I I had to think a little bit because. I don't want to do a podcast episode where it's something that only relates to me. It's something only I find interesting or something only something I do. So I had to make sure in my head I'm thinking, do other people, do other Disney fans, do you guys, do you guys have traditions too? And I'm thinking they have to. You know, we all kind of we all kind of think the same. We all kind of do similar things, especially when it comes to Disney. So I went out on a limb and I said, you know what? I bet other people have traditions too. So I wanted to talk about that. You know, I have a lot of good family memories. My family, uh, myself, I have to admit, probably a, uh, a perfect example of a creature of habit. Uh, I don't necessarily love change. I like to do like the same routine, the same things. Um, and so when it comes time to a Disney vacation, you know, looking back, like we had traditions. We had some things that we did every single year like this is what we had to do certain order whether it's going to the parks whether it was eating somewhere however however we decided to do it like disney traditions i think we all have them i think they're you know they're special and unique to us you know and i think it could be a lot of fun to talk about so the disney vacation traditions for me obviously started off when i was a kid 
going on family vacations, obviously, uh, you know, being a kid, it's up to my family to take me to Disney. And, uh, you know, I've talked about it a lot. My whole family would go. Me, my sister, my parents, my aunt, my two cousins, and my grandma and grandpa. We There's nine of us total. And we would all go together from about, you know, 91 or 92 uh, up until, I want to say 2002 uh, was our last trip all together. We missed one year in there, uh, the year my sister was born. But from 90, pretty much, you know, from 92 to 02, we went every summer. And when you go every summer, you go with the family, you kind of develop traditions. Um, that's what, what I'm going to call them. We had traditions, especially when it came to Disney vacations. So my aunt, my cousins, and my grandma, they would all drive down to Florida here from Chicago, uh, which was a, tra- a tradition in itself because uh, the day they left, we would all kind of go over there and kind of, you know, help them pack up the van, you know, get things settled around the house with the dogs and everything. Um, so that was like a tradition in, it- in itself. Like I remember going over there uh, and helping like pack the- her-, her minivan, you know, helping you know get stuff ready in the house and with the dogs and the routines and stuff uh and then watching them you know drive away the van packed full of stuff um on their way to florida i remember being so jealous because they got to leave you know they would leave a couple days earlier because they were driving down i was always so jealous because they got a head start kind of um and then me my sister my parents and my grandpa we would fly down so we would leave, you know, a couple days later and we would just fly down, you know, that quick two hour flight from Chicago to Orlando. Um, and there was traditions just in that, like every Disney vacation, we did the same thing. You know, t- two days before my aunt would leave, we'd go and help. And then when we would leave, you know, my grandpa would get a, uh, a limo to take us to the airport, which as a, you know, five year old kid riding in a limo, that was just as good as Disney, you know, I was going to Disney World. Um, Especially back then, like the limo, I remember we'd always take the limo and it had a, a TV in the back. And I think it had Cartoon Network. I think I remember watching cartoons on our way to the airport. We would take, every year we would take like the early flight, like 7 or 8 in the morning. Uh, waking up early, getting ready to go to Disney. What a great feeling. Taking a limo to the airport. Like we did that every year for, you know, what, 10 years or so. Uh, so that was, you know, traditions in itself. And... We would every single time. So we would uh, we would meet up with my aunt when we got there. Uh, we'd fly in. We'd get the rental car. My dad would get one of those giant Astro vans that could fit nine or ten people. You know, we're all crammed in there. And we would meet up with my aunt at this uh, restaurant called Miami Subs. And I think they've kind of brought it back. We ate there a couple years ago. It was a little different, different theming. But we ate a place, Orlando uh, Miami Subs. It was. Outside of Disney, it was like, you know, maybe five minutes away. Uh, I forget where exactly it was. Um, But on the outskirts of Disney, like outside like Disney Springs, like that area, we would meet there. You know, we'd meet in the parking lot, give them hugs like we haven't seen them in a few days. They just drove across the country like we're in Florida. We're on vacation. Everyone's happy. Get some good food, you know, and, and that's how we would start every single trip. Now, I don't exactly remember the food but it's just like one of those places because the memories are so good like you could bring up miami sub to anyone in my family and they'd be like oh yeah miami sub that was good like i i couldn't tell you one thing i ate or ordered from there um but it was just the fact that we it's the first thing that we did when we got to florida you know we got the rental car drove right 
to Miami Subs, suitcases in the back, met up with my aunt, my cousins, my grandma, and we all ate together. You know, it was kind of a nice kind of start to the vacation. Um, you know, what was great about that too is obviously, you know, sometimes with that early flight and everything, the hotel room wouldn't be ready anyway. Um, which I'm, I'm glad they've kind of changed now because there's nothing worse than getting, and, and on any vacation, getting there in your hotel room not being ready. But we'd go to Miami Sub, we'd eat, kill some time. Um, you know, that was like the start of every Disney vacation. I had some good memories there. And then again, to kill some more time, you know, maybe the hotel room wasn't ready. What we would do for a while, kind of towards like the later, uh, the later trips, I'd say probably the late 90s, the last few trips, we would actually drive to Celebration. And we would just kind of drive around. We'd walk around there. Um, and then we would, uh, the kids would go play. They had a fountain area there. Uh, we would go play in the fountain at, at Celebration, just, just hanging out, enjoying the weather, enjoying the area. I think it was all of our dreams and goals to live in Celebration. So that's why we'd kind of go there and just kind of hang out a little bit. Kids would play in the fountain, kill some time until the, uh, the hotel room was ready. Um, yeah, that was, that was the start of every, you know, pretty much every Disney vacation of my childhood is, you know, meeting up with my aunt and cousins at uh, Miami Sub, then driving to Celebration and hanging out, hanging out there and uh, playing around in a fountain. Um, but it's a lot of good, good memories. It's, it seems small and seem weird, but that's what I mean. Like each, I think each family has kind of their own, you know, traditions that mean something to them. Uh, and again, you can bring up this to anyone in my family and I'm sure they'd have the same reaction just good memories hanging out you know something small like that like that's how we started our Disney vacation we're all excited and happy and we hadn't even you know gone on to Disney property yet so that's that's like the the basis of my Disney vacation traditions that's where they all kind of started uh was there with my entire family you know after that uh, that first day I, I don't remember exactly what else we would do uh that that first day uh, and I don't remember, because you know, I was a kid, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now. I don't remember all, like, the little traditions uh, that we had. I do know that during those trips with my whole family, uh, we would eat at pretty much, you know, the same restaurants. I don't know if that's a tradition or not, but we would always eat at the same places. We ate a lot outside of Disney, especially with nine of us, you know, to save money. We had a rental car. You know, we would eat at, like I said, Miami Sub on that first day. We would go and we'd eat at the Ponderosa Buffet. We would eat at the Sizzler Buffet, Giordano's, um, you know, just whatever those um, restaurants like on the outskirts of Disney there. Uh, I think Jungle Gyms was a big one. That was a nice one. That was right outside Disney Springs. Jungle Gyms, um, if any of you guys remember that. Send me a message if you remember that one. But uh, we'd eat at a lot of same places. And the only other tradition I remember from back then, from being a kid, is that the last night was always at the Magic Kingdom, but that's not all. The last night we would also go to the Contemporary Arcade. That's right, the Contemporary Video Game Arcade. It was the best on property for the longest time, and you gotta remember this is the you know late 90s, early 2000s when you know arcades were still like the best thing around uh, for you know for kids. Um, it was, you know, we got to play in a, an arcade at Disney. It was, it was the best. And the Contemporary, I think, was the only one that had, like, prizes. So you could actually play the games, get tickets, and redeem them for prizes. I don't know if the other resorts had that yet. Um, and it was open late. Like, I remember going to the Magic Kingdom 
and then we would um you know be at the contemporary arcade pretty late like using up all the rest of our quarters that we brought on the trip because back then they still you know accepted quarters um and of course you had to redeem all your tickets for the prizes like maybe we played there a little earlier we got to redeem our tickets can't go home with those tickets um but that that's what i remember that's like one of the the few traditions i remember from back then was ending that last night the magic kingdom and the contemporary arcade i just i always remember leaving the contemporary it seemed like it was so late at night you know maybe it was like close to midnight but as a kid you know that's late um i remember leaving the contemporary on the quiet you know summer night it's like midnight i got a, a bag full of uh uh, Chinese finger traps and uh, rope bracelets that I got from the contemporary uh, arcade. And um, yeah, that was uh, some good memories. And I'm sure you guys have some good ones too. But that's like more from when I was a kid. I definitely have some more traditions now that I'm older, you know, and more traditions when I would just go with my, my sister and my parents. As I got older and uh, the family vacations turned into just the four of us, uh, my parents and my sister, um, we, we started to establish some, some newer traditions, some more. Uh, the first one I remember, we would always, always do Animal Kingdom first. We would do Animal Kingdom on that first day. We'd get there in the morning, and we would do all the attractions, and we'd be out of there by like 1 or 2 o'clock. You know, to us, at that point, um, you know, it was, I hate to say it, Animal Kingdom was a half-day park. And a lot of times, we wouldn't even really go back. You know, so we'd, we'd get there, get everything done and out of the way. It was always the hottest park. Uh, and then, you know, we would spend the rest of the trip at the other three parks. But before we would go to Animal Kingdom on that first day, I can't believe I almost forgot this. We would have what we ended up calling a Disney breakfast. Now, we call it that because it was, it was something uh, different. We would go to McDonald's. Uh, before Animal Kingdom on that first day because there was that McDonald's right on that end on the outskirts of Animal Kingdom. You know, it's our first day in Disney. Our reasoning was kind of like we just want to get there as quick as possible. So we would just stop, get something cheap and quick. And we would get <laughs> we would get um, egg McMuffins and Coke. We would get, you know, a, a sausage, egg and cheese, egg McMuffin and a, uh, a large Coke. And that would be our breakfast. And we called that a Disney breakfast because, you know, usually uh, for breakfast, you're not having soda. You know, you're having coffee or chocolate milk or whatever, water. Or they're having, you know, we would never have that at home. I think that's why, partly why we call it a Disney breakfast, too. Because at home, oh, man, my my mom wouldn't let me have a, a soda with breakfast. But in Disney... Oh, yeah, Egg McMuffin and a Coke. Yeah, of course. It's our first day. It's tradition. Um, so that's how that's how we would start off, you know, that first day. We'd go there uh, and, and get that and head to Animal Kingdom. Later on, it uh, we got rid of that. We stopped uh, going to that McDonald's, and it's kind of turned into like, hey, we're in Disney. Maybe you know, let's eat a little, you know, let's splurge a little bit on the food. And uh, we would spend that first day, we would eat at... Um, Donald's restaurant, Thesaurus, I think it was called at Animal Kingdom. We'd eat their breakfast buffet. Then we would do the same thing. We'd spend like half the day at Animal Kingdom and kind of get that out of the way. So that was definitely uh, a tradition that my family had. Again, you know, it's so personal and unique, but you can say Disney breakfast to my sister and uh, she'll know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Uh, another tradition I had, uh, you know, going on all these family trips, uh, 
on any like off day we had, we'd always spend one off day resort hopping. Um, and it's something to this day I still love doing, you know. We would, especially back then, you know, it, it wasn't as often you got to see the other resorts. So, you know, we would go there, we'd have a few days at the parks, we'd have an off day where, you know, we'd kind of hang out at the pool a little bit, you know, do whatever, maybe go to the water park, but we'd also resort hop. And I always loved that, especially the monorail loop, you know. It's something I've really grown to appreciate. I, I just love riding the monorail and getting off at the Polynesian, you know, walking around, maybe getting a Dole Whip, maybe getting something from the food court. You know, I always have my resort refillable mug on me in my, uh, my drawstring bag. You know, fill it up with either coffee or, you know, something to drink. Just kind of walk around the resort, take pictures, kind of soak it all in. Uh, kind of imagine what it would be like to actually stay there because... No, I never have, and you know who knows if I ever will be able to. Um, you know, and then getting back on the monorail, heading to the Grand Floridian, you know, doing the same thing, uh, and then you know again doing the same thing in the Contemporary. I just love you know walking around those resorts and just soaking everything in. And, and there's something about you know when you're in Disney, it's it's high paced, it's high tempo. You're always going. So when you go to the parks for you know two or three days in a row, and then you get this off day where you can just kind of you know, relax and take your time and just kind of walk around and shop and not worry about, oh, we have to be, you know, at this ride at this time or we have to make this reservation. You can, you know, walk around the Contemporary. You can sit down and just look at the Magic Kingdom, uh, you know, that viewing, that outside viewing area. You can, you know, sit at the food court and just kind of relax, soak everything in. You can wear your, com you know, your uncomfy shoes, your flip-flops, whatever it may be. Um, I just always have loved, you know, resort hopping and we'd always do that uh, every off day. Uh, you know, and it's something now I, I even appreciate now that I'm older and it's, it's a little different now because you've, you know, I've been there so many times. I know what all the resorts are like. Um, I still, I still appreciate that downtime and that relaxation, uh, of kind of just resort hopping, especially when it's on the monorail, you know, you love riding the monorail, especially when you don't have to worry about, uh, cramming into one at the end of the night or, you know, make, like I said, making a fast pass or reservation. So definitely another tradition we've always had is uh, resort hopping. So another tradition we have, um, I don't know if it's much a, of a tradition, but what we do is like we usually eat at the same places for breakfast, uh, depending on which park we're going f to that day. So like I said, Animal Kingdom, you know, we would do like McDonald's and then the uh, the, the breakfast buffet at the park there. Um, you know, if we were going to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, uh, we would always eat at the uh, Boardwalk Bakery for for you know a stretch there. We were staying at the Swan and Dolphin, so it was a lot easier. We would walk down to the Boardwalk Bakery uh, when we were going to you know uh, Hollywood Studios or Epcot. We'd eat uh, and then either walk or take the boat there. But even when we we weren't staying at the Boardwalk area, we would drive to the Boardwalk. Let's say we were going to Epcot for that day. Uh, we would drive to the Boardwalk. And uh, we'd eat breakfast at the bakery, you know, get something light, you know, like a, a croissant or a muffin, uh, enjoy some coffee out there. Um, and then we'd head over to Epcot. And we, we'd do that with, you know, all the parks like Magic Kingdom. If we're going to do a uh, breakfast at the Trails End Buffet there at the uh, Fort Wilderness Campground, uh, you know, we, we would eat there, take the boat over to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we do, we've done that a lot. And it's kind of how we go to the same places depending on like where we're going. Uh, like we would eat at ESPN Club if we were going to Epcot, uh, like at night. So you know we have the traditions that way too, just kind of based uh, basing our eating habits 
uh, on like which park we're going for going to for that day. Another tradition in my family. This one is this one is super personal and weird, but uh, this one involves my dad. My dad, probably since I was five years old. So you guys know on the on your way to um, the Magic Kingdom on the bus, there's that part where you uh, you're coming up to the Contemporary and you kind of go under an overpass, and the overpass is actually um, the connection of like Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. It's water, so you have to go under it. For my entire life that I remember, <laughs> any every single trip, whenever we go under that overpass, my dad pretends like a drop of water lands on him. Every single time. I swear to you guys, my entire family, it doesn't matter if we were in the car or we were on like the, uh, the Disney bus, it does not matter. He will every single time pretend like a drop of water fell on him. It doesn't matter if no one's watching or everyone's watching, <laughs> he'll do it. Um, you know, I could be sitting there with my head down and out of the corner of my eye, I see him do the same thing. No one in my family is even paying attention to him, yet he still does it. And that, that's what makes my dad, my dad, he, and he'll do it every single time. I guarantee you every single time, you know, we go that way for the rest of our lives, he, uh, he'll pretend like some water fell on him. I think because one time, um, we were taking the bus and the bus driver was doing like Disney trivia or fun facts. And uh, he he said that when you you know when you drive under the the overpass, it's actually you're driving under the water. And from that point on, um, my dad always pretended like a drop of that water, you know, leaked and fell on him. So that's uh, that's just something I couldn't leave out. Uh, I'm sure uh, some of you guys in your families have some uh, some weird traditions like that, or at least I hope so. Uh, make me feel a little less weird. You know, a tradition I have that maybe is a little weird. I don't know why I do it. Um, uh, not so much Disney related, but Orlando related, like every time, probably for like the last, I want to say like five or six years, every time, uh, we land in Orlando, you know, we always rent a car. So we, we exit out of the same spot. We you know go outside and uh, cross the street to the rental car garage there. But every time, as soon as those doors open, I take a deep breath and I touch the ground for like the last five or six years. Just, just like a, like, like I've talked about, like I, these Disney trips, like, I look forward to them all year round. Because for the most part, I was only able to go once a year. Um, and now that I'm older, I, I always have, like, understood how lucky I was to go with my family still. You know, I'll, being as old as I am, still going on family vacations, you know, not many people can say that they do that. Um, so I was always kind of lucky and I always felt, and I just, to kind of show a little bit of appreciation, you know, those doors would open. I take that first step onto the... Uh, the Orlando pavement in the 90 degree heat, I would just kind of take a breath, kind of look around, just kind of touch the ground. Like, yeah, I, I made it. I'm here. Uh, that's just something weird and, and little I would do. Uh, you know, my dad has his weird quirks and I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess I know where I get it from. Another weird quirk, especially related to my family. This one, this one's a deep cut for sure. Um, so every single time we pass a Reedy Creek fire department or, or fire truck, we all, in unison say reedy creek and we started doing that when my whole family would go i bet you eight seven eight nine years old we'd all be in the van we would pass reedy creek uh you know it's the uh the improvement district down there and it's usually when we pass like the the fire department uh my dad would go reedy creek and then everyone else in the car would follow up and repeat and say reedy creek uh, which i don't know why we did it we just always did and then eventually 
in 2007, um, my family got a dog and we named her Reedy Creek. Uh, so then af- from that point on, whenever we passed the fire department, we said it at least with some purpose. Like now it's like we're saying it, it's Reedy Creek because we always used to say it. And now when we say it, you know, it's because we have a, you know, a dog named after Reedy Creek. So that's something I think, we, you know, we still do it to this day. Uh, we still say it and now kind of pays homage to uh, to Reedy, who is a, a very good dog and, you know, named after that. And it's just something, again, super weird, super unique uh, to my family. But it's definitely a tradition that I uh, can't leave out of this episode. You know, other, other than those things, I don't have too many other uh, traditions. You know, I like to get the same kind of things to eat. I always have to get the resort refillable mug. Uh, that's kind of a tradition. Like, I, that's like one of the first things I buy when I get there. You know, get to the hotel, i got to buy my mug so I can start getting my money's worth of uh, refills there. Always get that and bring it with me to all the parks. I love getting the uh, the refillable popcorn bucket as well. You know, get the same snacks, same foods. Um, but other than that, don't have any other, you know, traditions I can really think of besides the fact that always, always, always we end our trip at the Magic Kingdom. We, and we stay till it closes, no matter what. It doesn't matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if we're super tired. It doesn't matter if it's open till 4 a.m. We always stay at the Magic Kingdom on our last night uh, as late as possible at closing. And let me tell you, that makes it rough. Like, leaving the Magic Kingdom at, you know, 1 a.m. Knowing that you have a, uh, yeah, yeah, you still got to go back to the hotel and pack and, you know, head to the airport the next day is so rough. But... You know, what better way to end your trip? You know, the Magic Kingdom is still the focal point. It still has the most to do. It's the most iconic. You know, we have the most memories there. So, you know, that's where we'd always end it with my family, you know, with my big family. And then, you know, with my parents, that's where we go. And, you know, me and my fiance, that's where we would always end our you know, vacation as well. The Magic Kingdom really can't go wrong. And, you know, leaving those turnstiles for the last time is, is again, it, it always hurts. I know you guys can relate to that, and I, I bet you some of you guys have the same one, you know, where you do the Magic Kingdom last, or maybe you do the Magic Kingdom first, but there's just something about that park, like doing it first on your first day or on your last day. Um, there's just something special about it. All right, so we've talked about my family and our traditions and, and, and my traditions as I've gotten older, so I definitely want to get your guys' input and hear some of your traditions, and I wonder if we have, you know, any of the same ones or any that I forgot. Starting us off, our first one, I got to go with Fit Maris, my fiance. She's a great follow on Instagram as well. Uh, it's Fit Maris with three S's at the end. Um, she said, end the trip always at the Magic Kingdom. Yep, well, just like I said, like we have to end the trip there. It's something we, we've we always done and we always will do. It's just, you know, it's in my opinion, it's the best place, the perfect way, uh, you know, to end a trip. This next one is from Soy Ana Fabiola. First snack is the Mickey Premium Bar. So here we go. So a food one right away. Um, you know, you got to celebrate your trip. The first snack always has, has to be the Mickey Bar. That's pretty cool. Uh, I can appreciate that for sure. This next one from Cat underscore Freet. Always get Sleepy Hollow. Ride Tower of Terror as many times as possible. Hopefully not in that order. Um, yeah, you got to enjoy that uh, Sleepy Hollow waffle. Uh, but yeah, always, you know, got to get the same food, get the same snacks, uh, you know, ride your favorite ride as many times as you can. That's definitely a, a great tradition to have. This one's from Holly Sharp 27. First ride on our first day is always Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I See, that's pretty cool. I, I wonder, um, how did that start? Did you guys just randomly one year 
you know, do Buzz Lightyear. And uh, just, you know, after that, maybe it was like, oh, we always do Buzz Lightyear first. Or what, is there a reason behind it? It's always cool for me to you know, kind of think about that stuff. This next one from Adventures of Max and Greg. Dinner at Sana Jalapeno Margarita while watching Illuminations R.I.P. Oh, man. So, you know, one of your traditions, unfortunately, uh, we had to uh, pay tribute to with uh, Illuminations. But hopefully you can still enjoy dinner and the uh, Jalapeno Margarita. This next one from Darshna256. Always Magic Kingdom on the first day and Casey's Corner. So, you know, going to Magic Kingdom on your first day, like I said, I, I kind of figured that would be uh, be kind of popular as well in Casey's Corner. Um, I, I saw a few things with Casey's Corner here, especially this next one. KB Babe uh, said, end with Magic Kingdom fireworks and a bad hot dog meal from Casey's Corner. I had uh, I had a messenger about this one. I, I've known her, you know, we went to elementary school together and i was like yeah we're uh we're definitely spoiled by these chicago hot dogs i i like i like casey's corner a lot i like the theming of the restaurant more than the actual food you know i'm a big baseball nerd casey at the bat so i love i love all that about it uh but yeah i i, uh, I get what you're saying there uh this next one from j bernard 12 uh, Tapanito more than once. Oh no, now that that's a vacation for sure. If you're doing Tapanito more than once, um, you're definitely living up, and that's definitely a uh, a good tradition to have. This next one is from Amanda DeSanto. Always downtown Disney and pool at the hotel on the first day. First off, bonus points for still calling it downtown Disney. But yes, this is one. So my family. When we would go, I feel like we would, we've kind of like switched it up. Like some some of the trips we would go that first day, we would just spend you know at the pool, get something to eat, get some groceries, uh, and then hang out at uh, Downtown Disney Disney Springs. Other times, you know, I think it kind of depends on when we get in, when the room is ready, and if we have like an extra park day, you know, because sometimes we'll get in, get settled, and just be like, hey, it's you know, it's six o'clock. Let's go to you know, let's go to Magic Kingdom for a few hours. So. I, I personally, I like doing it year round. I like kind of getting there that first day, you know, unpack in the hotel, get something to eat, swim at the pool, enjoy the sun, then kind of just going over to uh, Disney Springs that night and kind of, it, it's almost like the calm before, before the storm. So yeah, I, I definitely can agree on those traditions. This next one from Julia Bulak 5, Dine-In Theater. So always got to at the dining theater i think is it the the sci-fi diner maybe uh that's a good one as well ag lafrance 16 says we always go to disney springs to take our signature photo by the Pooh statue so there you go disney springs on the first day got to take the signature photo I, i'm trying to think if my family did anything like i feel like for the longest time we would always like take a picture uh at the contemporary in the back by the pool by the uh, like the Mickey ears that you can kind of stand in front of and sit in, uh, but other than that, I don't know if I have a signature photo. I think I need one. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay. Uh, this next one from Trist's Travel Diary says riding the monorail, even if it's just to resorts, got to get that ride in. So yeah, kind of you know monorail, ride the monorail, get some resort hopping in. Uh, definitely, I can relate and love doing that as well. Haley Allen ninety six says pirates first every time. So got to do pirates first okay that's that's a solid first ride um yeah I, that's it'd be cool to have like a first ride you know uh, when you guys said buzz lightyear now we got pirates 
Obviously doing the Magic Kingdom on the first day, gotta do Pirates first. That's uh, definitely a good way to start the trip. This next one from Dexyland says, always watch the original Parent Trap the night before we leave. Now this one's really cool. I really like this one. Um, now I, I'm not watching the Parent Trap, the original, or the one with uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, the night before my trip, but when I was younger, I would always watch those Disney specials. Like, you know, maybe not the exact night before the trip, but the, the few days leading up to it to get myself hyped and in the mood, I would watch like either the Travel Channel special or like the History Channel, like Modern Marvel special or like the, the Disney Vacation Planning Guide. I would always watch that like before our trip. Um, the night before, like when I, for most of the time, like we'd always take like that earliest flight out. So, you know, um, I'd usually start packing at like midnight. So I would even, I'd get like two hours of sleep. So I wasn't really going to bed, uh, but I, I miss that. I miss, you know, to get myself in the mood, like watching something like before you, the night before you leave. That's pretty cool. I can appreciate that. Nolan Stocker says Crystal Palace. Always got to eat at the Crystal Palace. I, I've, I've only eaten there once, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd like to go back there. This next one from J.E.W. Lance 73. Magic Kingdom upon arrival and dinner at Liberty Tree. So there you go. First day. Got to go to Magic Kingdom. Get a good dinner in at the Liberty Tree. Got That's a solid first dinner. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, sit down. Yep, we're at Liberty Tree. We're in Disney. We're at the Magic Kingdom. Let's go. Next from ONY827. Always eat at 50's Primetime Cafe. Um... Hanum Raz says, gotta get Mickey Waffles first for first breakfast. So I uh, gotta get the Mickey Waffles. Luckily, there's a lot of places you can get them from. So you're not really limiting yourself to one place. But uh, that's, a, that's, that's a good way to start the trip. Get some Mickey Waffles for breakfast. RJ in the Parks has a couple here. Uh, beaches and cream every trip. Yes, beaches and cream for ice. See, we would go there just for dessert. Um, except the one time like I was hungry so I got a sandwich and then my family orders the kitchen sink I'm sitting there with a belly full of turkey sandwich and like my mom and dad are like all right yeah we're full you have to eat the rest like what I was not mentally prepared for that uh, but yeah be beaches and cream I wish it wasn't so crowded and hard to kind of get in there uh, we used to, the one the first time we ate there we literally just like walked by and we're like oh let's just stop in and get some ice cream I think those days are gone uh, and RJ also said Pecos Bill nachos at least two times per trip. Okay, yeah, Pecos Bill got some some good nachos there. Only two times? I think uh, I think three. I think you got to step it up to three. Oh, oh, sorry, I got a third one from RJ here. Uh, watch the fireworks in the same spot at Magic Kingdom that I proposed. Wow, that's 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 pretty nice. That's uh, that's a memory. Uh, that'll stick with you forever and now that you've kind of made it into tradition, you know, whenever you guys watch the fireworks now um, You could always kind of look back at that moment that you did propose and kind of look at your life now You know still going to Disney uh, Still going to the Magic Kingdom watching the fireworks in the same spot. So that's uh, that's really cool Little OBS said Tupolino's date night uh, Magic Kingdom first day Epcot last day. Okay Epcot on your last day uh, I could see that you know sometimes you know Epcot maybe it's open a little later uh, hanging out at the World Showcase, and, you know, back in the day, ended it with Illuminations. Um, yeah, I could see that. Topolino's date night. That's a, that's a good one to have date night uh, at Disney. Um, I might have to steal that one. Uh, this next one from AJ Price 803 Buzz first ride every Magic Kingdom date. What did I? Am I like having deja vu? Another Buzz Lightyear first ride? 
That is like blowing my mind right now, but uh, that's pretty cool. Every time, okay. Uh, especially like if it's just like every time you go to Magic Kingdom, like that trip, like just head straight to Buzz. At least you have a game plan, you know. That's uh, definitely a plus. Abby J. Blake said, Magic Kingdom on the first day, getting a grilled cheese from Woody's. Uh, so got to do Magic Kingdom first, and then uh, Woody's Lunchbox, a newer edition. So that's like a newer tradition, getting a, a grilled cheese from there. This next one is from Jack O8675. Coronado Wachos. Now, I got to be honest, I had to Google it because I thought maybe you misspelled it and put nachos, but that was like, no, that sounds like something really good. So then I Googled it. Waffle fried nachos at Coronado Springs. I am adding those to my list. So I'm going to steal that tradition for sure. This next one from Gracefully Caitlin says, Be our guest the last night of Magic Kingdom, Mexico first at Epcot, and Casey's Corner and Fruit Waffles. Those are definitely a lot of must-dos. Um, always got to make sure you hit up uh, Casey's Corner for sure if you want some, uh, some good uh, cheese fries. Uh, and the fruit waffles at uh, Sleepy Hollow, you really can't go wrong. So some more uh, some more food-related traditions, got to love that. This next one from Darth Dagan. Always eat at Boma for breakfast before Animal Kingdom. That makes sense. Uh, we were going to try Boma the, the last trip, but uh, I don't know. If something happened, we had to change it, or I definitely want to try it. I still haven't eaten there, but that sounds like a plan, especially right before Animal Kingdom. This next one from Farmer Rich 27 Always play a round of golf. Now that now that sounds something like I need to do. I was talking to some guys that work. They're big golfers. And I was asking them if they had ever golfed at Disney. Um, and it's definitely something that's like, I don't know if I want to say if it's on my bucket list, but definitely something I'd love to try is to play some morning golf at Disney, especially stay, staying at Saratoga last summer, just waking up and walking you know, to the, to the food court and uh, passing the golfers along the way. So that sounds like a lot of fun. This one from KMC Kern. Ohana on the last night for dinner, finishing off with Magic Kingdom fireworks. Yeah, Magic Kingdom fireworks, that's a good way to kind of go out. I know on our last night, we always um, would try to see like Happily Ever After um, the greatest fireworks show, that's for sure. This next one from Annie Carner. Always seeing Magic Kingdom fireworks the last night and then going to get a brownie at Casey's. Oh, there you go. Uh, does that... Does, Casey's have brownies or maybe just a brownie on uh, Main Street. Uh, that's what I've talked about in, in past episodes. Uh, we always try to get uh, some bakery uh, on Main Street for the uh, for the ride home or you know, for the snack when we get back to the hotel. This next one from iBarbie11. Always do Magic Kingdom on the last day. Must eat in Wine Bar George. Must get a Dole Whip at the Polynesian. So again, another uh, Magic Kingdom on the last night. Uh, Dole Whip at the Polynesian. Yeah, that's something I always end up doing uh, when we wind up at the uh, at the Polynesian. Uh, I got a couple more here. This one from Aaron J. Andrews, eating at Crystal Palace. Yep, like I said, only been there once, uh, but it was definitely enjoyable. And finally, this one from Carter Ivy, always have to hit Disney Springs on the day we get in. So again, another similar one. Yeah, we've done that, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of get your feet wet you know uh first day in instead of going directly into the parks you know kind of take your time walk around disney springs you know kind of get into that feel that disney vibe uh you know and then uh, day two is when you kind of hit the parks full speed so thank you again for all the submissions a lot of good ones like i always say we all kind of think alike uh, and definitely some good ones i got some uh i got some new traditions maybe i want to try for sure so thank you guys as always
And that's all I got for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed kind of uh, taking a a peek behind the curtain of uh, some of my family traditions at Disney, some of my personal ones, some of my weird ones. But, you know, that's what makes Disney special. Like you can have these these traditions that you kind of, you know, can and, you know, carry on and and maybe pass down to, uh, you know, your kids or, you know, other family members. So it's pretty cool to talk about. And I enjoyed uh, reading the ones you guys sent in as well. Again, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram. I like to post a lot of uh, a lot of stories on there. Uh, I've gotten back to making some more Disney TikToks and reels. Uh, hopefully that uh, you guys find funny, uh, but more importantly, find relatable. I try to make try to make uh, TikToks and reels that the true Disney fans can appreciate and uh, will get. So uh, follow me on there, and if you can again, hit that subscribe button. It's super quick, super easy. Uh, if you leave me a five star rating, I would truly appreciate it. If you write me a review. Come on, guys! I could uh, I could use a new one. Could use a new review. Uh, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. If you guys ever have questions, comments, suggestions for topics, episode ideas, if you just want to say hey, what's up? Uh, you know, chat some Disney, talk about you know whatever. Uh, shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, my DMs are always open. I just love love talking Disney. Uh, love interacting with you guys. Uh, this is kind of always how it's been. How it always will be with me. Uh, like I said, I've, I've said it multiple times, like this podcast is an escape for me too. you know, uh, sitting down and recording it and just kind of turning my brain off and thinking and talking about Disney. Uh, it's definitely escape helps me uh, forget about my, uh, my, my long work days and whatever else is going on. So you guys are the best. Thank you again for listening. That's all I got. Have a great rest of the week. If you're listening to this on Friday, have a great weekend and always remember it all started with a mouse. Thank you.